Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Transformation Igniting Habits 2. Transformation Igniting Habits. In Mark chapter 12, verses 19 to 27, the Sadducees, who do not even believe in the resurrection, present to Jesus a ridiculous hypothetical situation. And basically it's this, you know, a woman marries a man before they have kids, he dies. She marries a brother before they have kids, he dies. Goes through seven brothers, same scenario. And then she dies. And the Sadducees ask Jesus this non-pertinent kingdom question. Therefore, in the resurrection, when they rise, whose wife will she be? For all seven had her as a wife. Let's just laugh at that. (laughs) I love this. In response to this, Jesus said, Are you not therefore mistaken, because you do not know the Scriptures nor the power of God? And there's two things for us to know. I like things simple, and I'm sure you do too. I want to know the Scriptures, and I want to know the power of God. Now, I believe really knowing the Scriptures isn't just having a head knowledge of it, isn't having it memorized, even though that's good, or even being able to teach Scripture well, that's not really knowing the Scriptures. I love what Jesus said in John 8, 31 and 32. If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. And so we make a a decision. We're going to abide in the Word. We're going to think the Word. We're going to meditate on the Word. We're going to speak the Word. We abide in it. And then it says, and then you will know. We do that long enough. It's It does give this chain reaction. You'll know the truth, and the truth will make you free. So once we know it, there's an automatic response of freedom coming into our lives. And I believe this, if we really know Scripture, we're going to get hope. Because getting free, God first makes us free in our emotions and then makes us free in our circumstances. And then we also, if we know the power of God, we will experience God and we will cause supernatural breakthrough which will reach to the ends of the earth. And we need both word and spirit. You know, if we're all word and no spirit, we dry up. If we're all spirit, and no word, we blow up. (laughs) But if we're word and spirit, we grow up. I want to talk about these two things, two habits that are connected to this. Using the word transformation, I want to examine the word transformation in the Bible. Certainly on these podcasts, in my teaching, Romans 12, 2 is obviously one of my life verses. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, the word transformed comes from the Greek word metamorpho. (laughs) Metamorpho. And it means this. Listen to this. It means to change into another form, to transform, to transfigure. And this word metamorpho is found four times 
in the New Testament. Two of them are when Jesus was transfigured. One, one of those is recorded in Matthew 17, verse 2. It says that he was transfigured before them, before his disciples. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. And then in Mark 9, verses 2 and 3, it says, He was transfigured before them. His clothes became shining, exceedingly white like snow, such as no launderer on earth can whiten them. And then another verse where this word metamorpho, which again means to change into another form, to transform, to transfigure. Another verse is 2 Corinthians 3.18. But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. And this verse here talks about progressive transformation in our life as we behold as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, as we behold the glory of the Lord. We're being transformed, and again, Romans 12, 2, be transformed, be metamorphosed by the renewing of your mind. Now, to be transformed means to be changed into another form. It happened to Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration, and it will happen to us as we apply these two habits. Number one is beholding the glory of the Lord. Number two is, is renewing our minds. How do we behold the glory of the Lord? And we will increase the likelihood of this happening by, number one, regularly abandoning ourselves in corporate worship, just going for it, entering in, giving our hearts to that. Number two is participating in soaking prayer. And in, in the blog that I have that's connected to this on ignitinghope.com, I link there Wendy's teaching on soaking prayer, or you can just do an online search of Wendy Backlund soaking prayer. I believe it's going to bring up her teaching on that. But basically, her teaching, it comes from in Acts 19, where Paul's aprons and handkerchiefs were being sent to different places because it had soaked up the anointing and people would would touch those aprons and handkerchiefs and they would be delivered, healed, set free, saved. So she really has adopted a, a, a type of prayer of waiting, of receiving, of listening that's called soaking prayer. Often you just do this laying down, laying on the floor, laying on a couch, laying on a bed and just soaking it up just like a handkerchief, just like a apron. And then a third way of beholding the glory of the Lord is through adoration, thanking and praising God for, his, for specific parts of his nature. The Lord's Prayer, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. This hallowing his name of adoring him, worshiping, thanking him for his nature, Thank you that you're faithful. You are the faithful one. You are the provider. You are provider. Powerful. And then seeking God's face, not just his hand. 
where we desire the promise giver more than the promise, and then keeping fresh hunger for God as our top priority. As we do this, we will, we will be beholding the glory of the Lord. It'll increase the likelihood of that happening. And how do we renew our minds? Well, we do this by saturating ourselves in Scripture, abiding in the Word. We do this by not trusting any belief that does not have hope attached to it and understanding that if there's a lack of hope, then that part of our life is, that belief system is under the influence of a lie. We do this by declaring regularly the truths of our identity and what God has promised we have and can do. We do this by aggressively demolishing self-limiting beliefs. And we do this by learning to live by what God has spoken into our lives. We renew our minds. And you know, both of these things, they're, they're absolute irrefutable truths of Scripture. If we renew our minds with truth, we will be transformed. If we behold as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, we will be transformed from glory to glory. And we need both of these, the beholding and the renewing of our minds. We need both, not just one. And most people would tend to lean towards one or the other. There are the beholders and there are the mind renewers. And in my marriage, Wendy would tend to be a beholder and I would tend to be the mind renewer. But we've influenced each other. And I've just had just very recently with this COVID virus and not being able to travel as much. I've been dedicating time just as it, it's getting dark every night. I've got a walking trail on my property and, and been walking and <laughs> think about walking and leaping and praising God in Acts 3. But and a big part of what I've been doing is just adoring the Lord, worshiping, seeking Him, having that emotional connection with God, beholding Him, and it's been so powerful as, as, as I just hallow his name and, and seek him. And that's just been so powerful. And I, I've really added that into my life from the mind renewal things the last 10, 20 years in a great way. But I, I love what's happening right now. Now, let's just consider what we'd be like if we're just one of these if we're just a beholder and not a mind renewer, or if we're just a mind renewer and not a beholder. Now, if we're beholding the Lord but not renewing the mind, then we're going to be more prone to believe feelings in order to validate what is true. We'll be more feeling-driven. We'll be more prone to overly process and overly emphasize vulnerability, often talking ourselves right into unbelief if we're beholding and not renewing our mind. And then we'll be more prone to believe the anointed environment or person is what makes us free rather than what we believe. We'll be looking for the encounter. And I love the encounter. I love having encounters. We need encounters. As we behold them, we're going to, we're, we're going to have greater life-changing encounters. But it isn't going to be the encounter ultimately that's going to make me free. It may create a pathway for freedom. But ultimately, it's not what the person who prays for me believes, whether I'm going to be free or not. It's what I believe. But on the other side, if we're renewing our minds without beholding his glory, 
we'll be more prone to devalue intimacy with Jesus. We may be, you know, in a church service and we might think subconsciously or consciously, I can't wait for the worship in song to get over so we can get to the good stuff. <laughs> and we're more prone to develop intimacy with Jesus because of being overly focused on principles and formulas for success rather than relationship. If we're renewing our mind without beholding his glory, we'll be more prone to be in denial about areas that need intervention or help from others. And we'll be more prone to have faith in faith itself rather than in the person of Jesus and in his finished work. So let's make sure we are both a beholder and a mind renewer. It will keep us from getting sidetracked by pointless discussions like the Sadducees did and keep us centered on what Jesus said was actually important. When we combine both of these in our lives, they become catalytic habits which bring radical transformation. You and the world around you will be glad you did. Wow, so good. Thank you so much for listening to this message today. Two transformation igniting habits of beholding his glory and renewing our minds. I say thank you, Lord, for this one who's listening, that both of these are an increase in their lives. Thank you for giving them revelation about both of these Thank you for the word transformation from the Greek word metamorpho, uh, which the Greek word means to change into another form, to transform, to transfigure. Hey, thank you. We're here from Igniting Hope Ministries. We're here to ignite your hope. Remember, there's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. I believe this, our hope level determines our influence level. He was the most hope, has the most influence. And remember also, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> you know, we're either battling personal things, we're battling emotional things, family things. We're hearing too much negative news on in through media, financial challenges, promises still that we're still believing for. Joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. You're just not convenient right now. <laughs> you know, I found this out. It's never convenient to walk in radical joy. And so we stir it up today. Philippians 4, 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. So we rejoice. We rejoice in you. We do. We start with thanksgiving and praise, and we see. We just. We we break off spirits of heaviness. We break off pessimism. We break off foreboding. We break off victim mindsets. We break off unworthiness today, Father, and we rejoice in you. We stir it up. We thank you. We. We, we let go. We celebrate. We delight ourselves in you for you give us the desires of our heart. God bless you. Hey, if you like these podcasts, tell somebody about them. And remember this, our transformational mind renewal course is going to start in early September 2020. It's going to be powerful. Go to our website, ignitinghope.com or Igniting Hope Facebook to find out about it. God bless. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.